0: happy friday students it's fat friday and answers to gospel questions you're listening with brother lawson and brother wing happy friday to you brother wing thank you and i want to apologize to you because i never ask how you're doing I'm, oh okay you seem to always ask I, how you're doing and i say great i, I accept um, your apology how are you oh great thank you for asking how i'm doing uh, i doing i'm doing really well um been working out trying to keep in shape uh, started some new hobbies of how long do you want me to go do you I, are you just do you no really I was want to not go?
1: asking insincerely. This, this is great info <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about those hobbies
0: hey I am going uh I was going to tell you this uh I'm I'm golfing in a golf tournament here in a couple of weeks with a bunch of funeral directors so I'm looking forward to that
1: so i thought this was a joke no it's not no
0: (laughs) if i was gonna tell you a joke i'd say uh what do you call a guy that doesn't have any shins you have to tell me tony tony (laughs) get it you got it. all right brother wing We have got to talk about the gospel today. I mean, I've got a lot of jokes I could tell, but maybe we should start another podcast for that. But today, uh, we've got a pretty good question for Fat Friday. Um, Why don't you go ahead and tell the the good podcast listeners what the question is that we're going to talk about today? Okay, the questioner said, how do you receive blessings in your
1: life? For example, your patriarchal blessing might say things, um, so how do you make them happen? Or what's the balance between being a wise steward and bringing about much righteousness of your own will, but also trusting in the Lord and standing still to see his righteousness. Isn't it done once God says it's done, but surely you can't just sit around and wait for things to happen.
0: Oh, well, I think she's on the right. Is that kind of like saying like, what is my role in, in miracles that need to happen in my life? Is that Would that be a kind of a way of saying that?
1: Right, and I, I can't say that I know for sure where she's coming from in this, but I, I I feel like all of us can resonate with that idea that, hey, I want this blessing, so mm-hmm. is it okay for me to just go after it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and seek that blessing? If, what if it's not the Lord's will that I get this right. particular blessing or get it right now? And if and if He has decreed a blessing, like in a patriarchal blessing, like do I wait? Cause it's going to happen or right. how do I make it? Can I happen make it happen sooner? Or I these are, <laughs> right. I think these are just normal common questions that we all have
0: other great questions. And I don't think there's anything wrong with any of those questions that you propose or the question that she proposed, but I do know something about questions like this, that oftentimes the answers to those questions can be found in a place where hardly anybody looks these days. That's the scriptures. And I think even just, just this week and students, you'll notice that, uh, the these questions, you know, we we find so many answers to gospel questions just in wherever we're reading in the in the scriptures, right? So, like this week, we're we're happening to to read in the book of Deuteronomy, and I bet there's at least part of the answer to this uh, listener's question found in the book of Deuteronomy. So, brother, Wing, I'll let you get a stab at it. What can we learn from uh, the book of Deuteronomy that could help uh, illustrate or highlight or provide some clarity to? Um, This question that was asked. I really love how
1: Deuteronomy is not just a repetition of the law, but it also provides kind of Moses's commentary on the law, as well as the story and experiences that they've already had. So when you've got a prophet reviewing from the past and then making points in the present, that's a pretty powerful illustration and demonstration of clarity with God's word and and his commandments and principles. And so in Deuteronomy chapter 1, uh, Moses reviews this really important story uh, that gets overlooked a lot of times in in the Old Testament story, and that is the decision that the children of Israel made at the place Kadesh-Barnea. You'll mm-hmm. see that name in verse 19 at the very end. But he and he's telling them like, look, we got there and we got to Kadesh-Barnea and I said, ye are Come unto the mountain of the Amorites, which Lord God doth give unto us, and and then he said, you know, verse twenty-one, go up and possess it. And the Lord God of thy fathers said unto thee, Fear not, neither be discouraged. Like, there's the message. Uh, but uh, and then, oh, and the people were like, yeah, let's send in twelve spies. And Moses was like, yeah, cool, great idea, let's do that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, then as we know from Numbers uh, chapters thirteen and fourteen, what happened here. And Moses reviews it here that they came back. The 10 of the spies gave an evil report, uh, a fearful report. And the people decided to go with what the, the, the bad reporters had said instead of Joshua and Caleb's voice, which was in harmony with what Moses said in the Lord to fear not and not be discouraged, but go forward in faith and that God would provide the promised land to them. And so, um, he says in verse 32, yet in this thing, he did not believe the Lord, your God. And so, uh, to me, this is a, this is a, a caution to us as we're seeking the Lord's blessings that we're going to believe him, you know, and believe that he can provide these things. That's going to focus our efforts and, and also, uh, improve our prayers, you know, to to recognize that he is the giver of these blessings. We'll express gratitude when we receive them or any part of them. Um, And that we can wait on his timing when we're doing everything that we can uh, and trust that he knows when the best time is to receive these blessings. These are all kind of cautions so that we don't get out of hand. I don't think the person asking this question is unreasonable or inappropriate at all. Uh, But we want to just kind of check ourselves, make sure that we're in the right place, that we're seeking the Lord, We're obeying what he's told us to obey. That's the clear point that Moses is making in Deuteronomy 1. And now that we've learned from the past, maybe we did make some mistakes in the past, like Moses is talking about here, but that's not the point now. The point now is let's learn from that and let's be faithful as we go into the promised land. So let's learn from the mistakes and the good, but put our
0: trust in the Lord, believe him. That's awesome. I think that that has, uh, when we're able to learn from our mistakes, then we have confidence going into the, to the future. Um, another thought I had with this, with this question also in Deuteronomy well, first, let me ask you this brother, uh, brother wing, do you know about the love languages? Oh yeah. I know, I know about those. <laughs> do you know? I know we've talked, so do you have, uh, do you know what, uh, your wife's love languages? Oh, uh,
1: you don't, don't have to tell us what take, it is. I don't you think don't she's ever taken the
0: test. Well, the, the thing that I've learned about she, love She probably love has. And <laughs> she's like, I do not yeah. speak this yeah. <laughs> language. <laughs> right. So one of the things about the love languages is that oftentimes the language, uh, our love language is the language that we try to, you know, we, we we kind of force upon everybody else. Like, oh, they speak the same love, langu- love language as me. And so sometimes we might, you know, like if your love language is, is you give a gift, you're a gift giver or something like that, um, or you like getting gifts, then you might give it, give a gift to somebody. And, and I'm not sure if you've ever hap- had this happen before, but you may have given a gift to somebody. I know I, I remember giving my son a chemistry set when he was like six years old, right? Like, cause I really wanted him to get into science and stuff. And he was like, this, I mean, it was the dumbest present I could ever give to him. Now somebody else would have looked at that gift as as just a huge opportunity, a huge blessing. One of the things that um that that was the problem with the children of Israel is they were not ready for the gift that God was going to give them, because like in Deuteronomy chapter eight, uh, Moses warned them. He said, "When when you go into the promised land, you're." Your herds, this is 8, verse uh, 12 and 13. When thou hast eaten and are full, and you've built goodly houses, when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all has been multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from out of the house of bondage. It might be just one thing to consider is, is, have you sanctified yourself? Have you prepared yourself is your relationship with Heavenly Father in a situation where if He did bless you with this miracle, uh, would you remember Him? Or would you just be totally relieved that this miracle happened? Would it draw you closer to Him? Remember, His His goal isn't to make you comfortable and to make you happy. His, his goal is to help you become like Him. And so... Um, I think that's an important part of working towards having miracles. You know, our part in miracles is, is thinking about, okay, what if this happens? What am I going to be like next? Am I going to appreciate that miracle after? What do you think about that? brother Wayne? Oh yeah. I love it. And the, it
1: clarifies again, like if we're asking this great question, you know, then we kind of need to say, why do we want an answer mm-hmm. uh, to it? And uh, if, if, Ultimately, we come to like, yeah. I'm, all of this is to help me draw closer to God. Yeah, it's going to guide our path as we seek blessings from the Lord. And you know, Moses himself, as he writes Deuteronomy, um, to me, this is like Deuteronomy is really inspiring to me for this, at least this reason. Um, the Lord's trying to make His people chosen, special, you know, distinct so that they can not just be blessed in their own lives, but to bless the rest of the world, Right. you know? And so he's not saying that they're better than other people. He's saying, I'm going to use you to bless other people and you're going to be blessed in the process, of course, you know? And so, so then you're like, okay, well, there's a better way to live. And all of us have questions about life. And so uh, how can this book, this book can inspire us to know how to live life, you know, in a healthy, purposeful, abundant way. And so uh, I think ultimately the answer to the question can only be found by the asker of the question. Right. And so I, but I also think that read Deuteronomy particularly chapters six through eight, mm-hmm. uh, searching for an answer to this particular question. Cause I, I really believe the Lord can inspire each one of us on where is the balance, you know, and, right. and, and where do you need to kind of back off and be like, oh, I'm going to leave this in the Lord's hands. Right. or where are places where hey, I need to take a little action here and claim right. the blessing, you know, and, and the Lord by the Holy ghost is going to help us with those kinds of questions.
0: Awesome. Students. Thanks for all the questions you're sending them. Keep them, keep them coming. Keep studying the scriptures. Uh, if you want to come to our institute class on Zoom on Tuesday nights, uh, just let us know and we'll send you out the link and that'll be awesome. Send us an email. You'll you'll see that in the show notes for this podcast or email addresses, and we'd love to have you on Tuesday nights at 8:30 Central Time. Uh, until next time, everybody. We love you guys. Stay righteous.